in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go. All right, mom goals, it's time to unpack all the baggage people bring to the bedroom this week with the one and only Leona Carter. Woohoo! Glad to be here. Grand finale. <laughs> and as we know, some baggage can be super heavy. And especially for us ladies, it's much more than physical baggage. So, Leona, what are some issues you've seen people having to work through? So it's amazing because there's so many women from all walks of life dealing with different issues that affects intimacy, but how we, you know, the results and the consequences of it is the same. And it's amazing because women deal with hormonal imbalance, Mm -hmm. right? Many women deal with infertility, right? Um, Some women deal with infidelity, right? Mm -hmm. So I was never taught how to go from virtuous to sensuous. There's a bridge that you need to learn how to walk over. And so same thing in our, we were dating, they were very adamant about encouraging us to abstain from sex during dating and things like that until we were married. But then when I got married, I'm like, hello, anybody? I need, hello, I need, now I need help, hello. And I couldn't find anybody with a flashlight. Like I could not. Them. And so we struggle, right? Because, you know, my husband was gone for boot camp for three months while I was planning the wedding and he came back and the next day we got married. Mm-hmm. And so I'm supposed to keep it together and put your shirt up, button up, you know, but then the next day, hey, how you doing? Hey, my name is Leon. I'm just supposed to just transform like, like a transformer. I know. <laughs> Lots of work through. Do you have tips for so- us? To really, to get through that mental, the mental baggage and the mental stuff. What's your biggest tip for us? Look, let let me just bring this part home real quick. It's like if I want to take you out to lunch and I'm like, well, what does Raquel want? What is her favorite food? What is her favorite food? I don't know. I think it's Italian. I think we were doing all this, but the best way to understand is to ask you. Ah. Raquel, I go, what's your favorite food? Oh my God, I hate Italian, but I love Mexican food. <gasps> oh, and so that's what we're doing with our spouse. What does he want? Why is he feeling like that? And we're over exerting ourselves, trying to understand what we just need to communicate. We just need to communicate. Yep. And it, it's amazing because women, they're scared. They're honestly fearful to communicate anything when it comes to the bedroom, because what it automatically says is you're not showing up here. And this is how I need you to show up better. This is not working. And it's about how you communicate. You can't just say, well, why you do it like that? There's a way of communicating. And so because people think it's confrontational to communicate, and so they don't, and they're scared to communicate with their husband on real deep rooted issues because of the offense that they might take, but it's about how you communicate. And so now, honey, I can communicate anything. Anything. And then I get quiet. My husband's like, well, well, tell me what you think. He wants that communication. He wants that feedback, right? So yeah, absolutely. I love that aha moment of 
especially when it comes to intimacy, communication does not mean confrontation. That is key. So the more we can talk through it, the more we can talk through what we're feeling, what we're going through, what works for us, what we like, the better it gets, right? (laughs) You You don't sit down with your husband like, Listen, we need to talk. Already he's like, well, uh, uh, Hearts up. the guard goes up, right? <laughs> and so you just build the conversation in time that you're sitting down watching a movie. Maybe tonight you've said to yourself, okay, I'm, I'm going to talk to him about this. And you're you know, just like, you're like, oh my God, oh, that's so funny. You're, you just build it in the already intimate conversation that you're having, not make it so aggressive, so confrontational. And you'd be surprised. And then the next time you're like, so you want to talk about anything else tonight? (laughs) He's looking forward to it as of running away from it. Kind of like our rekindle assignment. We're just sliding it in. Very natural. He don't even know what's going on. Absolutely. I love it. Well, Leona, you have been such a dream to have this month to talk about such a hard topic. But let's tell all the mom goals where they can find you and about your latest book. Yes. Yes. So 15 years ago in my marriage, I told my husband, you know what? We need to write a book about this, this conversation. And that book published this month. So I'm excited. So you can actually get that book on my website at heycoachcarter.com. Like, hey, Coach Carter. My story is called Her Business and Her Bedroom. And it's in an anthology project by the visionary Dr. Cheryl Wood. So yeah, you can check that out. So I'm excited. The book is finally here. I love it. That is so amazing. You guys, please support Leona. Please get her book. HeyCoachCarter.com. That's where you can get it. Check it out now. Bye, Leona. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Mom goals. It's time to talk finance. And this week, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Like, yeah. The shopping is about to get real. So this week we are talking about some saving hacks over the holidays. So first saving hack is do not buy a gift for your spouse. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. Best tip ever. So the last time Kyle gave me a gift was back in my birthday. I think I was 24 or 25. Okay. So I pride myself on being a good gift giver. I I put a lot of thought into it. I try Mm -hmm. and be a good gift giver. Mm -hmm. Kyle is a notorious, he says, not a good gift giver. But so I told him, he said, what do you want for your birthday? I said, well, I could use some perfume. Can you give give me some nice perfume? Go to Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, get me something that smells really good. We know Kyle's like a candle guy, like a covert, secretive girly candle man. He loves the smell of candles. So I said, that'll be fun. Pick out a perfume. So I am about to unwrap it. And me being the a-hole that I am, I crack a joke. I'm like, oh, what is this J-Lo glow? Uh And his eyes get really big. And I open it and it is J-Lo glow. Oh, yeah. J-Lo glow. J-Lo glow. And he's like, what? Is that a bad thing? I'm like, I don't know. I was just expecting like a Chanel or a Marc Jacobs or something. Right, right. Smelled good. You told me to get you something that smelled good. (sighs) So... We love J-Lo. We share the same birthday, but you know, I didn't want to really tell people that's the perfume I wear. So 
that was the last time Kyle was just like, I give up. I'm not buying you a gift. Just get what you want. So yeah. So we don't buy anything for each other for the holidays. We really haven't exchanged gifts in I think 10 to 12 years. Yeah. Because same. We, just, we don't need it. You know, you're old and boring yeah. and it's like, we needed a water heater or you needed this. Yeah. It's always house stuff. Like we're yeah, still, our gift to each other is our patio again this year for yeah. another year. For another the year. gift that keeps yeah. given. <laughs> I know, but, oh, but it, it's yeah. boring, but we don't need stuff. We don't need stuff. Exactly. So we don't buy each other anything. Yeah. I agree. I think it's fun to give gifts when you're in the earlier stage, but then when you get older and you're married for a long time, yeah. if there's something you want, most likely you're going to talk about it and potentially get it. Yeah. So yeah. So you and Andrew don't get anything to each other? We don't. And for that reason, and also another reason, because the one time I tried to get him a gift, he canceled our credit cards <laughs> because... <laughs> Because we have joint accounts, so we can see alerts on, yeah. you know, where we spend things. And right. I was so excited the one time I'm like, okay, I'm going to splurge. I'm going to get him a GoPro because we could use it on vacations. It's yeah. going to be great. He loves all the technical stuff. So I go to Best Buy and we do have a Best Buy charge. And I was like, okay, let me put on the Best Buy charge because if I put it on our other card, he'll get an alert. And I was like, I don't think he'll get an alert. So we'll just do it this route. Yes. I worked with the guy at the store. We did it. And I was super excited about it. I'm driving home and then I get this call and Andrew's like, somebody hacked into our account. I just canceled our credit card. Somebody went to Best Buy and spent a lot of money on, on something. And I was like, oh no, that was me. I was getting you a gift. So <laughs> yeah, no, you're like, I tried. I tried. Oh, yeah. The damage was done. We had to reset all of our bank stuff because of it. <laughs> And it, it's a funny story that we can reflect on now, but at the time I'm like, never again. Never again. I want never to surprise again. you. There's no way to surprise yeah. if you can see yeah. everything that I purchased. Yeah. And yeah, I don't want you to call fraud on me again. So, <laughs> yeah. so this Christmas, eh, don't worry about yeah. it. We ain't buying shiznit for our spouses. That's what we're going to do in 2020, Mongols. We can do it. All right, you guys. Well, have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. We hope it's amazing and you catch some deals while you're shopping for sure. Mongols, we are so thankful for you guys to keep listening with us. Thank you so much and get excited. We have lots of new things coming next month. We have a finance expert named Janice Scholl. She has Money Career Motherhood podcast. She's going to come on and talk about how you can take strategic sabbaticals. So get excited. I cannot wait to have her on the show. Stick around. Bye guys. All right, mom goals for her last week. Joining us on mom goal, Ashley Howard is back to take us through a day in life with twins. I cannot even imagine. I have two boys, but I can't even imagine having twins and how you're doing it. It's crazy. And you just went back to work and they're in daycare. So Ashley, tell us how it's going. You know, it's finally going. I finally feel like my head is a little bit above water. I feel like for the first 12-ish weeks, it was a battle to keep my head above water. But let's see, a day in the life of twins. Well, first, I should say that the day really never ends, right? Because (laughs) I feel like it's around the clock care. But we are finally sleeping four to five hours at a time. Which is a huge win. We'll take that all day long. But usually we start the day around 4, 4.30. We are doing feeds, the morning burps and changes. They usually will nap for a couple hours, but then from that point on, we're pretty much awake and, and going. Literally a constant feed one, burp, set them down, 
feed the next. The other one would start crying. It was a constant juggle Repeat from one child to the next. And over and over. It was literally a never ending cycle. And I think a huge struggle that I had, a huge mom guilt that I had is that I couldn't be a hundred percent for both of them all the time. Soon as one was crying, I felt like I had to go to that one, which left the other one just kind of there looking around or playing with his hands by himself. And I feel that the juggling of the two at the exact same age and then having the same exact needs, it's different. Granted, I don't know, so I can't speak for either of you, Kristen or Raquel, but when you have kids that are staggered in age, their needs are different. They still both need you, but they're different types of needs. Yes. With twins, they have the same needs at the same time. So that's probably the hardest part. And the mom guilt of feeling like I can't give a hundred percent to them. Right. I bet. I mean, I can remember, I did not enjoy pregnancy and I can remember during my first pregnancy be like, I just wish I was having twins. So I wouldn't have to do this again. Then I had a kid and I'm like, thank God I did not have twins. (laughs) It is so hard. But I think that you going back to work is going to be amazing for you amazing for your identity and they're being stimulated they're being taken care of and you're going to be so excited when you see them now when they get home I just think it's a really good transition for you in life I'm happy to get a little bit of my old self back and create a new normal but still having a little bit of the old normal back at it going to be really good for my overall self-care self-care it'll get better it'll get better every day too yeah We're not lying to you. It really does get better. (laughs) Maybe not easier, but it does get better. Not easier. Oh, oh, not easier. Kristen and I, I can remember when I first moved back to Ohio, we were chatting. I can't remember how young the kids were, but we're like, these toddlers, oh, 18 months, they turn into little terrorists. You're like, what the heck? And we said, do we tell our friend who just got pregnant? Do we tell her? Don't scare them. Don't scare them. It it does get better, but it doesn't get easier. That's a good way to- I like that. I like that. Different problems. Different problems. All right. So on that note, have you found any hacks or tips to get through those early month problems after having the babies? I have a little nugget again from my therapist who said that once a woman as a mother fully understands what kind of mother she's going to be is when the grace blossoms. If you go in thinking, I'm going to be the Pinterest mom, or I'm going to be the PTA mom, or I'm going to be this lovey-dovey mom, and that's not who you are, that's when you can really struggle with that self-identity and that bond. So when you own, you know what, I may not be the mom that cooks dinner every night, but I'll be the mom that runs outside with the soccer ball, or... I'll be there cheering you on at t-ball practice. When you kind of own what your role is, is when you really flourish. Like my husband, he's a great mom. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm I'm the most okay mom out there, you know? And as soon as I was okay with that is when I started feeling a little bit of sense of I'm still enough because I was owning what my role is as a mom. You're enough. I love it. 
we're all enough. And Ash, thank you so, so much for coming on this month, for sharing your wild ride and your journey through getting pregnant and pregnancy and beyond. We adore you. You all can follow her on Some Assembly Required on Instagram. And we're just so happy that you shared some time with us. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, mom goals, that's all the time we have. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe now and turn your Mondays into mom days.